You're listening to the Mobcast Network. All right, so I'm just going to admit that I'm an idiot. <laughs> just straight up before the before the start of this podcast, I am I am a, an idiot. Yes, you're an idiot. Yes, now, why I, are we agreeing? All right, <laughs> thank you for agreeing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, no bar what you should go. No, no, you're not an idiot. Here, have a drink. Let's talk about it. You you fail in your your basic duties as a bar waiter. No, no, no. The customer is always right. Touche, <sighs> <laughs> touche. That's pretty much all the French I know. <laughs> Faux pas. Okay. Faux pas. Touche. Beret. <laughs> Is that truly French? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Moroccan. <laughs> See, I wasn't going to go there, but okay. To Morocco? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to go there either. Why? It's, I hear it's a wonderful place, I, my friend. I, I will believe that. Okay. <laughs> My traveling um, abroad is, is limited these days. <laughs> well, you know, you have a bar to watch. Exactly. Business. <laughs> yeah. So, and really no one to leave it to because you can't trust any of us because you will not have any product left. Exactly. When we... Exactly. You knew this going into the whole bar business, right? Yeah. Well, but but you do what you love. That's true. So I why do. are you an idiot? Oh, yeah. Look, that's I, right. All right. So. At, with an idiot with a short spate of attention. <laughs> idiot. All right. So... I recorded this episode in December in hopes to it being a Christmas episode of Bros, Booze, Movies, thematically, right? Yes. And and so today's movie is Gremlins. But if you look at your calendar and if you're listening to it at the right time, this is March. Woo! Spring. Spring. Not Christmas. (laughs) Not Christmas. We're, We're... I would say three months late. <laughs> yeah, but in the spirit of Christmas. Sure. Uh, spring is a gift to those of us in this country this year, and we can't wait for spring because of this terrible, terrible winter. Yes, this horrible, horrible winter we're in. In fact, it's supposed to snow today, tonight. Tonight into tomorrow, Sp- oh, yes, sir. And it's just like, I am so tired of the snow. We had so much of it a week over a week ago. I guess the week before last. It just before. seems like it's been <sighs> yesterday because it's still it's, lingering around. And the last couple of days, it's been in the 50s, so a lot of it's melting. Yes. I've seen grass. I haven't seen grass in a while. I Kinda have brown. seen grass, and I have seen my friend baseball. Oh, that's right. So all all is becoming the Reds right. won last night. They did. They, they did. Beat the Indians 10-0. to so if you're you know, trying to figure out when we recorded this, look. This <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> first game of spring, spring training. training. So a little you, trivia there. You can check that out. So um, our movie is Gremlins, uh, classic classic film. Um, better than I guess, more classical than than Joe the movie I suppose from last week. But um, uh, you know, it's a good movie. It's good. Uh, we did this with. Uh, the guys with uh, memory card radio and uh, Elaine from the Cats Meow joined us too, and so it was kind of a, it was almost a whole family affair. So we were just missing like the triple name sports show. And <laughs> what is a family film? So it there is you a family, go. Family and the bar winch because you know of course the bar winch is in, in, in these segments. We're going to actually get you to come watch a film with us. She's always busy with like the bar though. Or drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the bar yeah. or both. 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 Yeah, and pretty soon we'll be busy with baseball. So yeah, so nothing brings the boys in for a so, cold beer like baseball. So we need to find you a baseball movie to watch. Oh, there's a ton of baseball movies. The Naturals is a great movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Sandlot. Uh, I like the Sandlot. Moneyball. 
Pride of the Yankees. I mean, there's a ton of baseball movies. There really are. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, Major, Major League. League. There's like 12 of those. Um, Bull, Bull Durham, Durham is an excellent film. Uh, the Rookie. And if, if you want to be equal opportunity, League of Their Own. League of Their Own, yeah. Um, Eight Men Out, Eight which Men. Uh, my beloved Reds, it, it chronicles the scandal. Cobb. Which, uh, starring Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, the Babe. Yes. <laughs> see, see, just tons and tons and well, tons. it was America's pastime. So there no, should... it, it was. I will argue that it is not. But it, it should be. It's still called oh, America's oh, pastime. They well, haven't changed yeah, the title of that. Marketing, marketing, marketing. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would argue that football is more America's pastime now than baseball. Eh. <laughs> Most Americans don't have the attention span to hang with baseball. And they're, they're addressing that. They've got all sorts of new rules coming into 2015 about how much time a batter can stand outside of the batter's box. There's all, all sorts really? of... Really? Absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Got, got to experience the clock out of the batter's eye in the outfield yesterday for the first time. Lots of new rules. New commissioner, new rules. And so what do you think the new commissioner is going to do about Pete? Uh, he has addressed that. He said he knows he has to make a decision. And we have been told that Pete Rose will be an integral part of this year's all-star festivities so of course, yeah we get well, well you know oh, oh, yeah, that's <clears> previous he, commissioners would not have let yeah Mr. But, i was say because you know he would have been allowed to even though it's at it's in cincinnati's park even right he would he, he would not have been allowed to don the field they made an exception for him when they did the uh 20th century all-star team and he was allowed to take the field uh for a few minutes pre-game all-star game before and so this will be the second time since pete's ban lifetime ban from baseball that he's been allowed to be on the field so hashtag pete rose 2015 <laughs> hashtag pete rose 2015 it may work out for him maybe i mean if 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 the new commissioner is um addressing it and, and understands he has to address it that's a that's a positive sign i think it's very polarizing and i'm still surprised how polarizing it is with with all of the other things with all the, the see i would think performance enhancing yeah, drugs steroids would be a big big I mean, like, like jose canseco right <laughs> and and um uh sosa and um mcguire well, not only that, but, I mean, you've got current I mean, players who have been suspended. We're not going to talk about the Yankees and, <laughs> and, and players who have not made the team officially yet, according to Joe Girardi. Right. Wow, this is quickly devolving into a triple-name sports hey. show instead of uh, instead of the bar win. Well, you know, we, we, you know, you come here and we, we like to make you feel comfortable and you love baseball. And, well, you know, this is a moment you, you can to, to talk. Well, you have fans out there. You know, Mopcast Network celebrates fandom. Baseball is something to be a fan of. So I am a huge fan of baseball, so all things baseball, but so particularly my beloved Reds. So you should, you should, you should talk to Aaron and El Jefe and see if you can do a baseball segment. I might do that. Do the Barwitch's picks or something? I don't know that either one of them are real baseball fans, but we could try. You know, I think I think Aaron is a kind of all inclusive in sports. Yes. Um, he more football than anything. He's a he's like me. He's a big football guy. Um, El Jefe is a huge NASCAR guy. In fact, if you if you listen to the Triple Name Sports Show, there is a new segment called uh, NASCAR with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look forward to that. I'm, I'm curious about that. And they went in circles. <laughs> and really they're fast. going left. <laughs> really fast. They're going left. Well, anyway, well, Gremlins, Gremlins. Hey, there's a car in Gremlins. And you guess what drives a car in this movie? That's that is true. It's that not is quite true. a NASCAR, but. <laughs> Well, I guess if, if you're looking at size ratio, it might be. For him, really yeah, fast. yeah. Absolutely. A little fast Barbie car, apparently, that had gas. Who knows? 
Uh, but did you know? Did you know before this that there was a, indeed a cocktail named the Gremlin? I did not know that. I I did not really either. It's a it's a very simple cocktail. So cool. this one's really easy. It involves six ounces of Crown Royal. So if you're a big Canadian whis- whiskey fan or you just like purple felt bags, uh, Crown Royal is your drink. Yeah, um, gamers out there, uh, Crown Royal is your friend because you, after you're done with the, the bottle, you can still all your, your dice, and those are the best dice bags. I Also, trumpet players use them for uh, extraneous trumpet parts and pieces. That's I like a, how she's like, okay, in the real world, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> People who don't live in their mother's basement. Um, no, but gamers. That's a fandom. Come on. There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of people Basements who like the cool. little. I, I've seen a lot of wait staff use the Crown Royal bags for their tip mm. bag and stuff. So yeah, they, they come in handy. Yep, they do. Shout out to Crown Royal. So you, uh, a gremlin cocktail. Here we go. Six ounces of Crown Royal, three ounces of lime juice. Now, here's key. I, I, I verify this with several other sources. And the key is pour both of those, six ounces of crown, three ounces of lime juice, over cracked ice into a mason jar. That's what separates the drink as a gremlin. That is a, that's hardcore. Pretty hardcore stuff. Like you got to find a mason jar. jar. Well, you probably could. Especially around these parts. Right. right. You know, West Virginia, I mean, it's standard. I think I've got five right now. And well, and now they're marketing mason jars. Who some restaurant chain had uh, Red Lobster now serves some cocktails in a mason jar with a handle that you can buy the uh, drink. Look at the hillbillies coming out on top. <laughs> it's a novelty item. <laughs> Yeehaw! But anyway, that's that's the Gremlin cocktail, and since that was so boring, I, I was looking for other things. <laughs> I think it was boring. Well, I mean, it's not a very involved cocktail. It's a pretty simple cocktail. Anybody can do it. Two ingredients, three if you count ice as an ingredient, which I don't because it's ice frozen water. <laughs> hey, it's a chemical, you know, two hydrogen and one oxygen. It's important. And I guess if you count the the mason jar as a as an ingredient, because you have to search one out and right. wipe out the motor oil or whatever was previously stored in your mason jar. Who would store motor oil in a mason jar? My, my stepdad for one. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Again, around these parts. I mean, I've seen like nuts and bolts and things. And yeah, yeah, nuts, bolts, motor oil, I never whiskey, seen more whiskey. <laughs> Just don't mix them up. <laughs> don't don't drink the motor oil. <laughs> yes, yeah. we here at the Mobcast Network do not advise anyone drink to drink motor oil. Got to cover ourselves. Absolutely. Well, two more two more things that I found interesting, and unfortunately, the two most interesting um, are no longer brewed. So good luck finding them. But I looked up some beer because you know i'm a huge fan of of craft beer right and i'm so glad that this country is is really catching on to the craft brewery and craft beer market and that that you know there's a a major brewer that's now making fun of that in their advertising campaign and we won't name them but um you know i i like people who are snobby about their beer and and don't just want to drink Water. whatever's <laughs> available and cheap um beer's an art there is an art form in brewing beer and and um fort collins brewery used to make this delightful little russian imperial stout known as the kremlin's gremlin oh that's nice isn't that clever that's very cute and, a, and a, a russian imperial stout is as you know a darker beer a lot of body and so i don't know i just thought it was a cute name and and probably a delicious beer but unavailable here so um maybe online maybe yeah maybe so maybe you can find it online um, also, the brewery um, had a Belgian pale ale called the Gremlin, and it is also out of production currently. 
So maybe you should make you know shout outs and hashtags, and maybe we can get those back. Um, they both had great reviews, and I think they both had a lot of fans. So um, anyway, so in my search to find some related gremlin type beer. Um, <laughs> Several of us in our little family of podcasters here are going to be traveling to Atlanta, Georgia soon. Yes, we are. Atlanta! So, in honor of our travels and this movie, and because there are people from uh, Cat's Meow and Memory Card and Mopcast in general traveling on, with us on this this epic journey to Atlanta, there is a... We're, take, we're storming the south. <laughs> there is a place in Peachtree City, just south of Georgia, of Atlanta, Georgia, called Gremlin's Growlers. And they specialize in craft beer, and they sell it by the growler. Right. And also and, some in cans. And, and for those who, who don't know what a growler is, can you explain that to our audience? A, a growler is a, a measurement of beer, and it's usually reserved for craft brewers these days. It's what people used to actually store beer in their home when they made homebrew. Uh, it's typically glass with a rubber stopper, and I the amount varies by brewer right. in this country anymore. There was a predetermined amount, but now if you just say a growler, it's a fairly large amount of beer. Mm, yes. And it, it varies, so I don't want to stick a, a label right, on right. exactly, because then somebody's going to argue with me that there is a defined <laughs> volume for a growler. I'm certain that there is, but I know a lot of local brewers do different amounts. Right, right, exactly. Um, and you have to have save room for the head of the beer and that sort of thing. So, again, by volume, it's probably a very varied amount of beer that you actually get. But you get a larger amount of um, craft beer to take home with you and enjoy in the privacy of your own home. Mm, craft beer. And so Gremlin Growlers has several types of craft beer. None of them, however, named Gremlin, but there's a lovely picture of a Gremlin on their Growlers. Maybe if we can go, we can do like a little life segment or something. And interview the, some of the I, folks I there. Could, I, could, I, could, I think I could swing some of that. But, but interesting anyway, and enjoy good craft beer. Exactly. You know, and there's a lot of local breweries everywhere, and unlike the unnamed major company you know corporation that says well we have a lot of distilleries too that's like your local i heard a radio ad of that that like it's like your local and i'm like no it's not it's not it's the mcdonald's of beer and and that's exactly right there's nothing wrong with knowing if you're in a in a strange place and you can't find craft beer to try then you know what right a major label beer is going to taste like and, and, and we're not against major label beers we drink our fair share right of, it, of course that's <laughs> And everybody has their own preference right, with exactly. a major label. It, I mean, I occasionally drink a light beer. Not going to lie. Not always. but And there's a couple of light beers that I really enjoy as just um, a light beer with, with food and beverage or, you know, after a lot of non-light beer. Sometimes you need a day of light beer. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So um, enjoy the major label beers. They do. They serve a purpose. But craft beer is an art form. And you'll find people are really brewing with all sorts of interesting fruits and, and herbs and, and, and spices. And so uh, when people come to the bar and they say, oh, I don't like beer. You know, that's like saying, I don't like sports. Surely we can find, find something, something that you like. And it's true. It's true. True. Uh, if anyone can do it, the bar winch can e- educate you. Yay. Yay. And by the way, you're not an idiot. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm totally an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, everyone, Merry Christmas in March. Uh, enjoy our gift, this uh, excellent episode of uh, Bros Booze Movies. 
Gremlins, and uh, see us next time with a. Oh, listen to us next time with a um, another movie. Uh, I think we're out of here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe it's snowing, so pretend it's Christmas. <laughs> I guess what we're gonna have to do. Ancient Chinese secrets during the holidays. Or, white people in Kingston Falls suck. We watched Gremlins! Yay! Yay! Hooray. Uh, hi, uh, you're listening to Bros, Booze, and Movies. Uh, you probably got a little uh, intro between me and the bar winch. Uh, the bar winch will join us later at the end with a nice cocktail that goes along with this movie. Um, we were a little bit too sober for this film, but... Uh, <laughs> We're going to catch up before the end of the night. So, um, I'm your host, uh, your Native American spirit guide, Scotty, and I am joined by some awesome people today. Or not. They're all very quiet. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we were just <laughs> waiting for you to say something <laughs> else. Uh, no, you know, not, not this show. We jump in when you can. That's how, how this works. Y'all have been on this before. Yes, it's been, it's been a while. A, it's been a, it's been a while. while. It's been a while. It's been what a while. What did we do last? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No, we did Robot Jocks. Space Jocks. Yeah, we we've done Robot Jocks, and we've done... Um, I remember Robot Jocks. Well, for me, I think it was Michael Jackson. Probably. It's been a while. All right, so um, I'll let everyone uh, introduce themselves and who they're with. Because um, you know where I'm from, so you've listened, hopefully, the four listeners in our Mothman. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm not the Mothman. She's not my mother. It's, she, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that the Mothman wouldn't be a nice and loving mother. I'm yeah, just, I mean, she'd be fine. Right, but you know, I'm just I, I approve that the Mothman listens she, to us. She'd so. teach you how to f- go towards light. <laughs> a lot of right. things you can learn. Right. I'm John Cantese. Um, where are you I'm from, okay. John Cantese? <laughs> From Planet Earth, uh, it's not that interesting. Also on Memory Card Radio. There we go. To listen to that. But uh, we are also on YouTube and right here on the Mopcast Network. Woo-hoo. And my name is Forrest, and I am half of the team from the Black Book. Also, we'll be coming soon to the Mopcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Everyone needs Twitters. We all got to do Twitters. Yeah. We got to get our tweets together here. So we're <laughs> tweeting each other now. So yeah. we're yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess twitter.com right slash the black book and facebook.com slash the black book. Or at the black book. Or at the black book, yes. Mm-hmm. And you spell the black book funky. We do. We spell the black book T H the number three B L A C K zero zero K. So like, we thought I it'd like be it. cute. I like you know, it. like oh, oh look, you're so elite. <laughs> you are so he's doing elite speed. He's so cyberpunk. Zeros is O's. Always looks good. I enjoy that. And last but certainly not least I'm Elaine Abdella, and I am a part of the Cat's Meow. So look at there. We have, and that, where can we tweet you at? At Meow Mopcast. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, meow. Also, uh, two of the, the lovely people here uh, are uh, uh, cast members on the Chronicles of Limbo's radio drama, drama that um, y- uh, you get to hear a preview this December, and so we're happy to have them. So um, Yes, that's exciting. So earlier, okay, so when I started this podcast, uh, Memory Card Radio was our first guest, and me and John were talking about you know future movies and stuff, and he suggested for the holidays we do Gremlins, and I thought that was an awesome idea, so I, I, 
I bought a Blu-ray for you, and so. Well, I mean, you're gonna get years and years of. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not well, gonna like give know. it to you. I'm not like here's yours. No, I'm like I mean, you're gonna get to watch it, but you, you want it. You want to. Whether or, whether or not I said that, you want that. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. So uh, I found a triple pack with that Gremlins two and Goonies. I'm not sure how Goonies fits with the Gremlins, but I will take it. I'm not sure either, but I know that anyone that likes Gremlins will like Goonies. It's, and it's anyone an, that likes Goonies should like Gremlins. It's so an 80s sense. thing. So I don't know. Essential 80s. Well, all three movies are produced family in executive. Films. Slightly dark by, family um, films. Steven Spielberg. Uh, Joe Dante directed uh, Gremlins, written by Chris Columbus. I think that's the connection. Um, oh. If I, a quick IMDb, we'll find out who directed Goonies. And I don't know off the top of my head. It's either Chris Columbus or Joe Dante. Or somebody different. <laughs> Very similar style of movie. Right. Similar writing style. So. Good movies. It was. Um, so we we spent a couple hours watching that with some interesting um, outsiders. <laughs> a couple of people who have not seen it in, or ever. Or yeah, or, and really don't know how to watch movies in general, but we don't have to get into that too much. <laughs> right. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Great movie, though. Uh, I, I, they were, I was a little weirded out. I forgot about... Um, the whole snowplow scene where it went through the house. I actually oh, forgot about that. By the Futtermans? Yeah. And then when Billy said they were trying to make it look like an accident, I'm thinking, how do you make a snowplow that goes two miles an hour going all the way through a house look like an accident? I'm pretty sure it was that kind of violent for, for, kind of. for a kid's movie. It was, yeah, kind of. it was pretty violent. Well, by our standards today, it is interesting seeing how, how many things can slide through oh, yeah. in a family-oriented movie back I mean, then. Yeah. Oh, Nowadays, I mean, you look at Frozen... There's really nothing going on or anything like that in any family movies today. Are you, are you combining, uh, comparing everything to Frozen? Yeah. It's like, you know... It's the only family movie <laughs> right, of our citizen, generation. It's a Citizen Kane of family movies. <laughs> Still haven't seen Frozen, by the way. I think I'm the only one left I on Earth. Either. Oh, I okay. I'm not the only one. I haven't either, but I get the point. Oh, I said, I'm the only person in the room seeing Frozen, and I love it, so I'm... I'm whatever. I'm sure it's fine. I'm it's sure, I just haven't movie. seen it. It's adorable. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I pretty much know what it is. <laughs> I've seen Disney in the past 10 years. I know it's like it's the same movie, whatever. Yeah. Let it go, John. Let it go. <laughs> I will. John, do you want to build a snowman? I do. Oh, well, that's Always. The, that's the end of that movie. <laughs> Figured so. Credits. <laughs> Directed by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> All right, so this movie starts uh, with an inventor, um, uh, Randall Pelzer. Played by the wonderful and talented Hoyt Axton. Does anyone know anything about Hoyt Axton? No. Hoyt Axton is a 70s, 60s, 70s folk artist. And in the late 70s or the mid 70s, he um, had a comeback in his career. He had a, He's one of the followers of Dylan and and stuff uh, in, the, in the beat movement, the, the, the folk move, movement. Got a little too close to the cocaine, almost lost everything, got cleaned up. I could see that. Turned his turned his career around and moved into you know doing some television stuff. And you'd see him in like in the seventies, like and I've only I've seen it in reruns because I mean I, while I was around in the seventies I was like I was wee, and so um, but in reruns and stuff I've seen him pop up and stuff. And I'm like hey look it's the dad from um, Gremlins and um, so what else is he in? Um, well he look he's got he might have one of those faces, but he looks like I've seen him in something. Well. Um, I will IMDb him while I'm trying to tell the story. It's cheating. It's cheating. Not, it's, Using the internet. It's not. How's that cheating? <laughs> We're an internet-based show. Can, the internet's our best friend. Right? How can... How, Fair enough. <laughs> all right. It's like, all right, I'm, I mean, for us, like, using a book would be cheating. Yeah, <laughs> right? you're right. You're right. You're like, don't use a book. Go to the library is out of bounds. Right. Um, 
Someone can keep talking for a minute while I look this up. The dad, worst inventor ever in the history of inventing. You know like, who he kind of reminds me of? He reminded me of um, Tommy Pickles' dad yeah. from Rugrats. Yes. He had like this, he's like the same kind of character, sort of. Very much that. inventing stuff Except all the time. mixed with work. John Candy's character from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> also, always trying to sell people shower curtain rings with helium in them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he was a funny character. I liked the fly swatter ceiling fan tool. We got to see that for a minute. Yeah, it had like four swat, fly swatters. I don't remember and that for You just reason. saw it for like a second. Yeah, no. it's after he had the... the he activated it and then it basically turns into like a ceiling fan oh, okay. with fly swatters. And then uh, that was right before you saw the coffee machine. That somehow fucked up coffee. It's Coffee's like easy. Pre-Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> Pre a lot of things. Um, Coffee's pretty, pretty easy. I, I could make it with my bare hands if I really wanted to. Was, is it me or did the 80s have a lot of like old Asian guys? Is that like a theme of the 80s? <laughs> they they hung They're, around in bars. With like Karate Kid and then like yeah. that one with Eddie Murphy. Wasn't that the Golden thing? Child. The Golden Child. Oh, it was yeah. like and these the, ancient and Asian then, dudes. Uh, John Carver used a couple. He had um, both uh, Big Trouble in Little China. It's very, very. Uh, Japanese based and white people China didn't based. know a lot about Asians back then, right. so I think I they were just like mysterious Asian. And, make, uh, make the mysterious there, Asian guy two, fill in our gaps. Two Asians in Prince of Darkness, which is one of my favorite films. Um, the son of Satan um, is trapped in a lava lamp. That's pretty much the basis of that film. What movie is that? Prince of Darkness. Wow. Yeah, it's about. Uh, is there a mystical Chinaman in it? Yeah, yeah. There's okay. yeah. Um, do you, have you seen um, Big Trouble in Little China? Oh, uh, yeah, a long time ago. All right, ago, so the, the mystical Chinese man in that is in the same... I guess it's John Carpenter film, so John Carpenter kept using cast over yeah, and over again. Yeah. Well, well, once you get cast as the mystical Chinese man, right. what else are you going to do? <laughs> right, right. So, and that was uh, Victor Wong, who had the unfortunate to pass away on September 11th, 2001. Wow. And uh, he didn't die, to, you know, in, in the events, but uh, he died. Right. That, he died that day. Just happened to die that and day. so, like, 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 no one really knew for like a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, Victor Wong died <laughs> because wow. all the other news was kind of like more, you know, patriotic, I suppose. But mm -hmm. um, there were some other things happening. Yeah, that was, like, yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of a busy day. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff going. Some shit went down. But uh, Victor Wong is the guy who's. Uh, it's all right. Keep um, on moving. Victor Wong is the fellow who was in, um, he's the old Chinese guy this in kinda cool. Biz, Big Trouble in Little China. And, uh, that was a little creepy. <laughs> okay, so the lights went out. Okay, let's just, let's just talk about this real quick. <laughs> lights just went out. The, lights, okay, we're, we're, the building we're in is after hours, pretty much, and I think she, she's just closing it down. Yeah, she is. Right, and so John look, is just looks like totally scared. I, You've I, been in here. He's looking for like ghosts or something. I was like, gremlins. I yeah, mean, <laughs> that's true. I've they're, sat in the dark. In they're probably in the other room acting like students. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, the game scene was funny because the dad was so nonchalant about getting this like exotic animal he's never seen before. He was like, "Oh, let me buy that." Like yep. the whole, all of like the actors in the movie were just my, so nonchalant. My, my favorite part of that is when the when so the the father, um, Randall. Um, um, comes in and he looks around this old Chinese shot. He's trying to sell this Chinese guy stuff, and then he sees, well, he hears the Mogwai, the, the, the gizmo, and seeing. He goes over to him and he looks at it and he goes, "That's exactly what I've been looking for for my son." No, it's not. Right. No, no way. Like, how can you? You were looking for something else. You saw that. And you changed your mind. <laughs> right. yeah, that's what that is. It's like my kid would like that. <laughs> I mean, I would like that. Now, I'm, I'm not really a pet guy, but I would totally like a. A gremlin. It doesn't look like it poops, and so, <laughs> and that's a that's a plus in mine with pets. 
See, and, and we don't, maybe we're thinking about it a little bit too much, but I can understand. I can understand not feeding them after midnight. Mystical Chinese rules. Right. It kind of fits. So uh, I can understand the sunlight thing, mystical well, Chinese well, let's, rules. Let's back up so we can explain what you're, what you're talking about, because yeah. there may be one or two people in the world who's not seen this movie, The Amish. Oh, they're <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> the fucking Amish. up their lives. Um, so, um, the, the old Chinese man, uh, with a weird milky blind eye, uh, was like, I'm not selling you the Mogwai. The Mogwai not for sale. And he's got like a 10-year-old grandson who's like, man, we are broke. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no one buys this old Chinese crap. <laughs> we need some cash. And so beads sell- and stuff aren't doing it. Right, yeah. and so he sells uh, um, the, the father, this the gizmo, the, the Mogwai, for $200. Yeah. And um, there's rules. You have to follow rules. And John, you can tell us about the rules. Now. Okay, the first rule, most important rule is don't feed them after midnight. Feed them after midnight, well, that's not the most important rule, but it is... Oh. Actually, they're all kind of equally important, I would say, because they all result in terrible things. Right, and so... But, uh, yeah, you don't feed them after midnight, or terrible, uh, they turn into awful, bizarre... Well, you don't know what happens. They just, like, they don't tell you what the consequences are. They're just, like, they're just, like... That that may have impacted them and their responsibility if if they were... Or, like, their choice in picking up the animals. Like, yeah, you don't want this one, because you can't get them wet, because they multiply. I mean, for all they know, it just gave them a stomachache or something. Sunlight will kill them, and if you you feed them after midnight, they become the devil. Right. (laughs) Was there right. ever a backstory to the Gremlins? Oh, hell no. Still well, not a I think they mentioned that uh, Chinese put them in uh, planes and stuff, right? <laughs> Used them in World War II. Um, to sabotage. Uh, yeah, no, he did say that's that. Futterman says that, but I don't yeah. think he... He might have been full of shit, <laughs> but he yeah. did say it. Uh, yeah, I think he talks about like the traditional, you know, when, when things would break on planes and stuff, they would right. say, oh, there's gremlins in that. And I think that's what he's talking about. I don't... Yeah. Th- you think he was... Right. That was just like a clever right. like because way to explain it away and it happened to yeah, sound right. like and, what and, we're and dealing I'm, with. And I'm pretty sure that this guy's Chinese, right? The old guy's a Chinese guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it was World War II, the Chinese were our allies. So that's I don't think true. they would be like You're putting right. like gremlins in our planes and stuff. So Yeah, true. If it was Japanese, I'd be like, they're, that they're, guy. Playing, they're playing a much longer game than World War II. Maybe. <laughs> right, so... But yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't feed them after midnight. Can't get them wet. Oh, backstory. They you, must be aliens, is what I conclude. Because if they don't use water, they they not right. only do they not need it, but they can't have it. Everything on Earth needs water. Yeah, I mean, so, so, so they they're not like typical carbon-based life forms. They must be from somewhere else. That's what I, I can conclude. Went with their magical instead <laughs> 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 of extraterrestrial. Possibly, possibly. So I don't know the eggs and all that made me think alien. I guess. Yeah, you're really. That's where yeah, I'm going. With the eggs on that. Um, so uh, Peltzer takes his box home. Uh, you, so we go. We go to home. Home is Kingston Falls in some nondescript state where there's snow. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Colorado or something. Right. It's got to get that get that kind of Midwest cold feel to it. Mm. And um, um, we meet his son Billy, who apparently is supporting the whole family because his dad's a crappy inventor, works at a bank, can't get his car started. Seems like a decent salesman. He just has. He just needs to sell better stuff. Right. He's, he's just, selling I mean, terrible things. No, he's probably a good salesman. He's just uh, uh, his dad's a shitty inventor. So. Smokeless ashtray. And like nobody wants to tell him that he's shitty. They're just right. like, oh, keep keep going. Like, yeah, yeah, the coffee machine's great. I love sludge flavor. Right. <laughs> no one wants to tell him. Oh, this <laughs> juicer. <laughs> just whatever. Yeah. Um, the Billy goes to work. He works at a bank. Um, not, I don't think he really digs it. I think he just does it to do it. And. Um, that's when we meet the most evil woman in Kingston Fall, Mrs. Deagle. Who, Typical Cruella DeVille type. Yeah, yeah. and she's got, she, I guess she has a lot of real estate and she owns a lot of houses and this poor family's like, and this is one of the saddest things in the movie. This movie has this whole, 
It's dark. It's a dark, yeah. dark comedy, dark family. And the more show. you think about it, the darker oh, yeah, it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, this family comes up to her and is like, you know, it's a, it's a woman who's clearly pregnant with two kids, and it's like, hey, my husband just got a job, and I just got a job, and Miss Diggle's like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, yeah, rent's gonna be a little late, and it's like, well, nope, I'll kick you out, and you better know what to ask what Santa's for, because you know, and she calls, she looks at her children. When she says deadbeats to right, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. The, like it's the children's fucking Fuck. responsibility. The saddest thing in that whole scene is after Mrs. Deagle leaves, uh, the one of the kids looks to their mom and says, "I'm hungry, mommy," and she's like, "I know, I am too," and I'm just like, uh, "Oh, that's awful." First fifteen minutes of the movie, I just already feel bad for humanity. Yeah, that's right at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So it's crazy. Um, Deagle is pissed off at Billy because her his dog Barney is broken some sort of. Snowman, Some sort of plastic snowman, snowman that probably shouldn't have existed in the first, first place. place. Right. And she wants to kill the dog, sort of like, um, uh, what's her face in the Wizard of Oz? Um, the Wicked Witch. The Wicked Witch of the yeah, but what was her West. Real, yeah, I know, I know it was the Wicked Witch of the West, but what's her name in, in, in the non odds? Because, you know, she's the one who wants to kill the dog. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't, I don't, remember, remember, you don't remember that? You don't remember the part? Okay, so before mm-hmm. Oz... I know, like the real life... Yeah, before, before yeah. Dorothy goes to Oz, you know, she lives in Kansas, right? Right, right. And so, Black and white. Yeah, the dog bit this lady, mm-hmm. and the lady wants to kill the dog. That's why Dorothy runs away. Hmm. I never... I don't ever remember that. And was wrong. She has the... The the bike. Da, 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 oh, that's the bike. That's the whole song for the bike. Yeah, okay. I never pay attention during the black and white part. Me neither. I'm just like, I'm I just like, color. Yeah, I'm just color. waiting for the tornado scene, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, now I'm invested. And yeah. there's no hope for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> the black and white part. Oh. First of all, it's sepia, not black and white. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Sepia. The non the non colored part. Yeah. Kansas is a, is a terrible looking place to live. You like your film colored, right? <laughs> I prefer colored film. Racist. Uh, I'm not going to go into that anymore. <laughs> what are we talking about? Gremlins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Mrs. Deagle wants to put down uh, Barney the dog, and there's a... Cop. And then she actually gets a reason to put him down when he attacks her. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I like, the dog is crazy smart, though, because he's tied up underneath the... the the teller desk and, and he unties, he's, unties himself right, like Benji right he's like I got this and now I'm gonna attack this bitch because this is Benji dog <laughs> I'm gonna show what, what's up and yeah attack and there's her. like 40 witnesses and there. the bank is full of people <laughs> and, and now that dog's gonna put down and every, snowman thing but no because everyone seems to be okay with it except Mrs. Deagle well, that one guy's like, yeah, that would do it. But they didn't know one guy's like, yeah, you could kill him. Like, he probably did that every day up to that point. Probably, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, um, he's, he's did, the bank dog. Is everyone in this town apathetic? Probably. I mean, nothing really surprises them. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all right, so, like, you know, all right, so the dog attached to a crazy lady. Okay, whatever, it happens. Snowplow coming in the house surprised them. Yeah. But that's what it takes. Right. He doesn't, you know, Billy doesn't get fired. Yeah, uh, his his uh, his buddy, the VP, the guy over him, was like, "I'd have fired you, but you know, my boss says and whatever, and then he's okay with it." He was putting up the numbers, right? He must be good at his job. Right, putting up the numbers. Yeah, always be closing ABC. <laughs> 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 always be closing. Yep. Takes brass balls. He's always taking be care. Of, he's taking care of business. Coffee is for closers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just getting off of Glenn Gary. What are we Glenn talking Ross. about? <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> but um. So, you, basically what this kind of sums up is that Billy's life is shitty. Uh, there's a, a girl he's kind of interested in. Um, um, 
Girl from Drop Dead Fred. Yes, Phoebe Cates. Right. Um, um, who I cannot think of. What is her name in the movie, though? Did, uh, did anyone pick up that? I want to know what her nationality is. Something interesting is going on there. I don't know what it is. Uh, oh, uh, I looked at Point Action while we were looking at it, while we were talking. Oh, yeah. And so back to her up, name. It wasn't Kate, was it? I don't remember. No, her real name is Phoebe Cates. I know, but the well, movie. And I kept thinking, I don't remember. Yeah, it was like. They didn't say it enough times for me. You have to say a character's name like 11 times for uh, me. Point Action was in the, the 1979 version of The Black Stallion. He was in 1980s Cloud Dancer. He was in. A TV remake of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which is a horrible movie. Um, he was in The Black Stallion Returns because The Black Stallion apparently made mo- money. None of y'all have seen The Black Stallion. I've no. not seen it. About a horse. <laughs> it's a horse book. It's a horse movie. I've seen Black Beauty. Yeah. That's a really good horse movie. It made me cry. Black Stallion's pretty good too. You'd probably like it. You'd probably cry too. It's in different okay. strokes. War Horse. That's a real good horse movie. How many horse movies are there? <laughs> I didn't know this was a genre until now. Look that up. <laughs> He was, on a, he was on an episode of Growing Pains and Murder, She Wrote. And trying to find something closer. to He's on Captain Planet and the Planeteers. <laughs> Who'd he do now? He was um, Big Ed Baker. Oh, uh, the big radioactive dude? Sure, I'll go with that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Captain Planet. Um, Captain. That, that needs a Hollywood-budgeted movie. You know what? I would watch that. I would watch the shit done. out of it. Have you seen the, the Especially Don now? Che- seen the Don Cheadle stuff that they did for... Yeah, it's uh, pretty for, funny. Um, it was pretty good. Everyone's a tree. <laughs> Captain Planet's an insane homicidal maniac. <laughs> but if they were to get like a good, like, I don't know, some good, like, guy in his late 20s, like some bodybuilder or something to play Captain Planet, and then, you know, get some planeteers. Hey, Phoebe Cakes is 51. Wow. Yeah. Right? We're all getting older. Wow. I mean, that movie was like 84. That's like 30 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right, Kate. Kate. Was it 84? I thought it was Kate. It was really 84? Yeah. yeah. Man. Later than that. Um, yeah, her name was Kate. Kate. So, um, right. so there's a love interest in uh, Kate. She's the homesome, I guess, girl next door type. Yeah. Um, she and plays she's, that perfectly. And she seems interested in him. That of course they're not. I always thought they were already dating, but I guess he asked her out during the movie. She seems it. like she's interested in him, but she wants. She's waiting to see more. Right. Like she's not really getting very invested in him well, yet she, because you know, she doesn't know enough and, about and him. And you've got the other guy, you know, Judge uh, Reinhold, who's like, um, I'm going to be a millionaire in a couple of years. Mm. Uh, yeah, she yeah. may be like, you know, I could be a millionaire's wife. That's, right. It is the 80s, you know, the, the decade of greed. We could be doing coke and listening to Phil Collins forever. Right. <laughs> and that's not so bad. Could do worse. It was the '80s, but this movie had a really big '50s vibe to me. Just like a wholesome. It was like an. It was like kind of feel. a, kind of like a, a, I don't know what the word is. I want to say not a backwards kind of a town, but like kind of a, home, your <laughs> little town. <laughs> well, is he not a, a smaller town? It's, it, yeah, yeah, smaller, well, it's a, little it's more of a detached small, from mainstream kind of town. Right, yeah. right, because it's a small town without the internet. And yeah, so, so I mean, <laughs> so you know. No way to I be connected what with. That was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when they were still connected by like antenna TVs and mail. Yeah, <laughs> I remember mail. Snail mail. Sometimes they still get bills through. <laughs> and it's weird. so, um, Billy goes home. His mom's crying because she gets a call from Mrs. Deagle, like the dog is you know horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, Dad shows up with this box, and the box is he's, he's like your Christmas present. You got to open it now, and let's turn. And he off. said, "Wow, what a nice box!" Right, and then he's like, "I think it's a puppy." He shakes the box, and that's stupid. 
And why uh, would you shake a box? <laughs> why would he even gift wrap the box? I mean, did he think it was just going to breathe fine or something? Like, I don't that's know. Really weird. I guess he, hey, I guess he knew they were going to open hey, it that night. Maybe. There's there's nothing in the rules up about air. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, like, if they don't need water, who knows? Yeah. They right. might not need air. air. They might not need air pressure. Who knows? And so um, they dim the lights and they open it up, and of course the, the gizmo pops out, kind of like a jack in a box. It's very cute and makes sounds and whatnot. And, and startling for some some people. Yeah, it's maybe. a jump scare. Yeah, it's, a little it's bit. A, it's a cute a, little jump the cutest scare. jump scare ever. Yeah, it's a cute jump scare. Um, and you know what? The, it's Billy's excited, but it's just like cool. Yeah. Not like holy shit! This is a a new species I've never seen before. It's like. Oh, what's it called? A mock ride? Cool. Yes. Nobody is as impressed with it as they should be. <laughs> right. Not one person in that movie understands the gravity of what that is. Right. It's a miniature bipedal creature that speaks. Yeah. It's <laughs> and fucking not just, insane. It's not like a parrot who repeats. It's like, all right, you're saying words. Oh, your name's Billy. Billy. <laughs> and right. learns English faster than humans. Right. Yeah. It's just completely okay and they're like, that. oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like what you would say to somebody who gets a new phone. Right. It's like, whatever. That's cool. Or, oh, you got a new puppy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. And he doesn't need a new puppy. He's already got a dog. Why right. does dad want to get him a pet in the first place? Because he was looking for something just like that. He was looking, <laughs> yeah. looking for a mogwai. Found it. His dad's a little crazy. I mean, they're all the whole town was crazy. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, they deserved the cleansing of the gremlins. <laughs> that was the town. <laughs> that was God. <laughs> it was the gremlin purge. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what <laughs> For 12 hours on Christmas, we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> then you will start over yeah. and try. All hell so our weird. new American family fathers. Go gremlins. Um, next time something weird comes along, act surprised. Here's, here's the thing. It only takes seconds before they start breaking rules. I mean, seconds. Yeah, it was pretty quick. The I, bright light thing happened really They're not quick. hard rules. Right. They're not hard it's rules, and there's not basic. many of them. Right. Yeah. And so it's like... He breaks the sunlight, or the, the bright light rule, like, three times in the span of a minute. Right. Like, and I would have figured out, like, sunglasses or something for this creature, but or no. just not taking them into the room. Right. And then the next day, it gets hit by water, and it multiplies by water, which is mm-hmm. weird. Now, the water thing was kind of like a legit accident, and I could maybe see that happening... Cause like oh I I can see maybe. that happening as an accident the light thing I don't understand he's just being neglectful at that point uh, and and what's really interesting about the the that whole scene and and to to go about how apathetic this town is you know so Billy's friend this little kid uh, comes in and it's covered played by Corey Feldman and he's really excited about the kid oh this gremlin thing the good medical I think it's neat and he's and like can I have one it's like I don't know and then they they make them multiply and then he's like can I have one now it's like I don't think so. He's like, whatever. And he goes, sits on the bed and starts reading comic books. And so Billy's like, this thing is very, very cool. And the kid's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just comic books, blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> you just watch. And not only, oh, let me back it up. When when the water is accidentally spilt on Gizmo, he is obviously in some hellacious pain. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's like his back is bubbling and is screaming. What did the people do? They just watch him. They watch. They watch with the curiosity that you would watch a TV show with. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing else is on. Okay, I'll watch yeah, this. I'll watch this creature writhe in pain. <laughs> so it's and multiply. If that was like the director's call, just like don't act surprised or I don't. I don't know. It's, like, e- it's either a, it's either the strangest directing style ever or just complete lack of directing. It's like it's like, like you just stood back and said say your lines and then we'll get the shots. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's really. I mean, I think it's 
interesting that, they, I mean, even if it's a dictatorial choice, it's interesting there's a, a line of, all right, it's obviously in pain, but you don't care. Because that's what I get from Billy and um, the, his friend mm. when this thing bubbles. Now, on the flip side, from a technical aspect, perhaps it's the fact that they didn't have a special effect. I mean, they didn't do that live. You didn't, didn't do the bubble thing live, so they're like, all right. right. All right, so you're watching this thing multiply, and 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 maybe they didn't explain to him like, yeah. oh, it's it's painful for this creature. Right, right. They yeah. did. They must not. And they so, couldn't have. Right. Any yeah. any reasonable actor would have reacted more if they like, knew like, right. what that I, was going to be. I mean, I mean, he obviously likes pets. He's got Barney, and so I mean, I mean, I'm not a pet guy, but you guys are. I mean, you you have cat and you've got mm-hmm. dogs, and so if your dog is in pain, you're like, holy crap, my dog! And right. He's right. like, all yeah. right, my mogwai, whatever. <laughs> And, and that kind of bothered me. Even if it wasn't my animal, if it was acting like that, I would have nightmares about that. I would be concerned. That. Yeah, that right. was terrible. The people in Kingston Falls are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. And they deserve what they get in this movie. <laughs> well, they can't. They just can't react. And uh, it's a weird trait for a whole town to have. So uh, f- uh, five gremlins are, are are born. I guess uh, born is a weird word for it, but it, I guess it is. I mean, it's not really birth. It's just like mm. uh, I mean, they're, they're synthesized. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they're born. Because they're created. I mean, they're coming out of something else. They're created by budding. I mean, if you learn yeah. it in Seth's Great Science. I mean, I mean, I would think it's a form of budding. And so, you know, they uh, bud, yeah. pop off. And, yeah. And so, I don't know if that's a birth or, I don't know. And they go through their triple stage and um, then they go and then they. Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you're listening to us, can t- tell us the answer at Mopcast Network on the tweets. <laughs> I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I do too, maybe. Yeah. Um, I just hope that he listens. That would be great. Um, no one else really has to. If it's just him, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Him and the Mothman. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so the next thing he does, he takes Gizmo, at least a five there, takes Gizmo to school and talk, I guess to his high school science teacher. He's like, hey, buddy, I'm back. Uh, I got this weird thing. And and so the only amount of science it does is they they, um, they get, it, get Gizmo wet again and make another one. And then he starts doing weird science experiments on him, which pisses it off. Understandably so. All right, you know, because yeah. these things are, like you said, they're sentient. I mean, they're right. they're like they have almost. It seems like the same quality of thoughts as a human, just about. Right. They they seem to take on the qualities of a human. They, yeah. They, they, Very quickly. They adapt super fast. And um, so you know, we'll they see. know how to go to a bar and have a good time. <laughs> so, so we broke the sunlight rule. We broke the water rule. Doesn't take very long to break the the food rule, the the evil the five little evil gremlins um, who are assholes. One with a white stripe is their leader. Right. Um, Obviously. Because uh, you know white stripe. He's the only one with a, with a with a characteristic different. <laughs> and so they convince Billy that it's not after midnight and get him to feed him, and then they turn into cocoons. And Which they, look really good. They do. They, they look really yeah. good. I, that's one thing I like about the film. The film, everything looks good, though. Yeah, the Gizmo the eggs, the the, the, uh, the eggs, and everything in particular, though they they look really good. So um, and definitely inspired by Alien. I would go with that. Like so, it's, there's a lot of things in the '80s that took that. A lot of things in the '90s too. A lot of video games and stuff you'll notice right. have some like a, a long head alien or some egg or something that right. has, that that got copied and duplicated so many times. I think it's everything. in the Bible. Probably, yeah. Genesis. Right, Genesis. And, yeah. Then, and then Moses looked upon the egg and got a face hugger on his face. And it was good. And it was all good. <laughs> um, Let there be face huggers. Gremlins get out. They wreak havoc. Um, let's talk a minute about Billy's mom. 
kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll let someone else take over for this part. But she um, she is the uh, she's like a, a women's rights movement <laughs> uh, figurehead almost. Kind of. Wait a minute. What? No, she's not. <laughs> No, she's not. She's well, very much a housewife. She's very much a housewife. Well, like, at first, but then she goes on a rampage. But that's and takes control of the situation. No, like I, nobody's business. No, I, I, she is a quintessential housewife, and then got to the point of, oh, you messing with my house? I'm gonna take you. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. takes like not. She fights like Ripley from Aliens. Right, that's that's, that's what I'm think of too. You know, the short hair and the facial expressions yeah. are very similar, also. But right. just the way she handles it. She's very patient with her husband. Yeah, with all of his terrible inventions. That's, that's love, man. Love. That's that's something. So, um, there are five uh, five. I'm about to go aliens. Thank you, John. Uh, there are five gremlins in the house, right? Mm-hmm. By the time Billy rescues, and I did the air quotes. Um, his mother, she has done murdered them down to three. <laughs> uh, one in a mixer, I guess that's what that is. She chops one up in a yeah. mixer. I, I don't know, kitchen. Something that looked like it was meant to make a mess. It was right. like a mixer no type thing that can, with blades probably right. in yeah, yeah. Uh, Huge bowl, though, gremlin sized. Once yeah. she stabbed to death with a kitchen knife and just murdered him, just straight up. She did. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then she blows one up in a microwave. Which was great. That was cool. Which scene. Was, and so, and then um, one gets uh, was wrestling her in a tree, and Billy rescued her by chopping its head. I wish it was a scene I didn't remember from watching when I was a kid. Yeah, I forgot about that as well. And then, of course, Stripe gets away because he's the bad guy, and there's a big chase for him, and he gets in the water at the YMCA, and they make a whole shit ton of gremlins, and the whole pool yeah whole, becomes yeah. green and foggy and glows. It looks like the best jacuzzi ever made <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. Mood lighting. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I'd Grim- get in it up throwing a bunch of gremlins in it. Gremlins break loose uh, and cause all kinds of havoc. They kill Mrs. Deal. They attack the Futtermans. They raid Kate's bar. Um, they end up watching... Um, they have a great time at that bar. They had a blast in the bar. The one guy was smoking three cigarettes. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to the bar in death in a little bit. Oh, I'm just trying yeah. to wrap up the, the, the film. Um, they end up watching um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs <laughs> at the local theater where Billy, Kate, and Gizmo um, sabotage it so that it blows up with magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, huh, or ga- I, I go natural gas. I can't figure that they out. They lit something and it triggered something. something. And <laughs> 80s movie. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Blame. It blew up. Stripe, it's all right. Stripe escapes because he was like looking for candy in a department store department store there's a fight in a department store it ends with gizmo driving a barbie car and uh <laughs> setting uh stripe on fire with uh not on fire but he lightens that hey. up with sunlight yeah uh after billy gets the shit kicked out of him by the stripe with like a chainsaw and a, gets shot in the shoulder with a crossbow and that that wooden bat survived quite a while with a chainsaw right, right on it it's probably the worst two, chainsaw ever made but electric two chainsaws. size chainsaw like it was the size of the gremlin yeah right. like little miniature so little hand, hand you don't want to discriminate What's well, more of like a hedge clipper thing? It's a, it's it's for, yeah, it was, it was it's probably for, meant for like small branches. Right, small, small, yeah, and, not, for gremlins killing people. So it ends with the Chinese guy coming back, and um, the town is devastated, but everyone seems to be okay with that. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the Chinese guy comes back, he's like, "Here's your money, give me my mogwai," and he walks off into the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. And then after the credits, you see Iron Man. <laughs> well, well, like in all movies, all yeah. hell are, are metal. Any, any movie that's any good, anyway. Uh, so, um, your favorite scenes in the film? 
I would still say, even after all these years, I'd still say when they're in the theater watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Even though I think it's supposed to be dwarves. But it says on the marquee outside the theater, it says Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with an F. Dwarfs. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice yeah. that either. Yeah, it's dwarfs. Very detailed. I don't know. It's dwarves. Um, <laughs> my favorite scene had to have been the bar scene where Phoebe Cates was just working, yep. giving them popcorn and <laughs> She's lighting serving them. cigarettes. Like She's doing just, her damnedest to serve right. them. It's just and okay for her to do this right. like a regular night. Which is, which is weird. Once again, this whole apathetic <laughs> thing. She's working at this bar for free. She's helping a friend out. Monsters come in. She's like, well, it's... Sure, I gotta work. She's, she's one of those people that a job's not worth doing unless you do it completely. <laughs> and if gremlins come in, you fucking do your job. But here's the thing. I mean, they don't have money. How are they going to pay for the beer and stuff? It's still a business. She's doing her job. I guess. I mean, she's they, not doing her job if she's not collecting the fee. She's doing part of her job. They must have uh, money. They were betting on stuff at that table. Or I'm surprised she was the only person there. They're severely understaffed. They should be ready. <laughs> for right. Busy evening Just like one that. person. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas. I guess, yeah. That's true. And she hates Christmas. Because her dad um, fell. Uh, did, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That was so funny to me. Let, let's address this for a second. And, and 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 okay. Start again. This movie <laughs> is weird. I mean, completely and and, and not in a bad way, but it's weird. And then there's this moment where it's like, yeah, we're not dark enough. Hold on. Phoebe, can you talk about your dead dad in the, in the, in the gym? <laughs> and she just starts talking about it, like instantly, like there's no like preparedness for it. She just goes. She into wanted to it. talk about it, right? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's hey, looking for a chance. She's like, hey, you, if you're gonna date me, you gotta understand how fucked up I am. <laughs> there's a story I tell everybody. All right? <laughs> right, this is how I judge my friends. All right, we're gonna be friends. You gotta hear about why I hate Christmas. Dad got you know dressed up like Santa, went down the chimney. And broke his neck, and they had to pull him out with a fire fireman. And I don't celebrate Christmas anymore. All right, let's go blow up stuff. I mean, it was like, By the way, rated PG <laughs> for the whole family. Yeah, that was. Mm. I saw that movie when I was uh, seven, and still was like, "Well, yeah, that was him dressing up Santa Claus. Santa Claus is still real." <laughs> and little kids out there who should be listening to this explicit podcast, Santa is real. He's real. I never believed Santa was real. Like you never ever. believed that? No, my mom just didn't. She just. I knew my mom was giving me toys. Did she didn't she didn't try? She to, didn't try to. She didn't pretend. Um, no. I like the magic. Yeah, I believed it for a while. I was one of the last 25, kids. Twenty five, twenty six. A couple weeks ago, I realized. You know, <laughs> this has gone on too long. This doesn't make sense anymore. Are you, are you, are you, are I'm you still real. I haven't. I haven't dealt with it yet. It's right. He's alive. It's real. I'm gonna wait until after the holiday season. I'll I got you. So I, was, well, I, I want you. One, one more. What about me? What was Santa Claus a thing for you or your family? He was yes. For how long? Um, I you know I don't know when I stopped believing in him. I don't know. So you haven't. Well, okay, I stopped. Stop. stop. Well, you just kind of like elementary. I mean, I was. I, I remember in kindergarten, I, I we made these little bags of pixie dust in class, and they told us to throw it up on our roof for the reindeers. And what? <laughs> what oh, that's that? adorable. Yeah. What, the deer, the deer like do it. Did well, you? they said that they needed to like. Uh, I don't know. Maintain their magic somehow for them oh, to fly. I've never heard that, but that's adorable. And the children yeah. believe in them, right? You know, you know, and right. I, made, I made my dad go up in the roof and make sure that they they got it. Oh, your poor day. dad! <laughs> wow, he's a good dad. If he's he did that. Dedicated. Yeah, he probably uh, just walked outside and was like, "All right, I'll go yeah, back in, in a couple sure, minutes." <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't really go up there. <laughs> I, I bet he did. I, I, I believe. I'm yeah. gonna believe. All right. So you don't remember when it stopped for you? No, I don't know. I'm sure. I remember when it stopped for me, and it's sad. 
Hmm? I, I remember when it stopped for me. It's sad. What happened? What was your moment? All right. So um, it's always a sad moment. My mother <laughs> has always did Christmas on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I think since she was of age to know that you know Santa is a is a, a different thing instead of what it is. And um, I remember it was in Alabama. I was eight, so it had to have been eighty. And I was watching um, the Santa watch on the news. It's like Santa's on his way to Mobile, kids. You better because you know, they do the radar thing. The weatherman will do the radar thing, which I think is mm, adorable. And I'm they like, never did that in Charleston. They never did that. I never I saw that. I, I don't think. Oh yeah, really? all the time. Yeah, it's like Santa's coming, and NORAD does it nationwide. You can do like. They'll, they'll, NORAD does it? NORAD does it. This goes all the way to the top. Right. NORAD's like, wow. well, you know, they have to, like, you know, make sure he's not, like, uh, a Russian spy plane or right, something. Right, so they got to right. make sure he's, he's safe. He's on the yeah. level. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, but, you know, I didn't know about the NORAD thing. But, yeah, our local news would, would run the Santa report. And they would, you know, have the, the weatherman go, all right, Santa's in Montgomery. And so by his time of flight, he'll be here in a couple of hours. So kids need to be in bed. That's so awesome. They did the whole bit. And, um, you guys really did I don't. Um, it, I just, it may have happened, I but I don't remember seeing. We it. weren't really big on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, my mom did what she could, but it wasn't like this big production. Like I got things, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like this huge. Well, it, it was never really a production for our family either. But you know, Santa Claus was was a was a thing about it, and so I'm watching it, and I guess mom gets antsy that she wants to um, open Christmas, and she goes, uh, "We're gonna go ahead and open Christmas," and I'm like, "But Santa's not here," and she's like. Yeah, there's no Santa. It's just me and your dad giving you presents. Man, she really wanted to get into that. <laughs> right. It was like, I remember it. It was like, uh, it was one of those things like it was. Everything is a lie. Right. Every, right. It was. <laughs> Adults are full of shit now. Right. It was <laughs> so, it was such a. It's kind of scarring. Right. It's such a thing that I, I like, little Scotty couldn't really process it. He was like, mm-hmm. I was a, I'm just, okay, get presents now, I guess. And so I did. And I was, I guess I was okay with that, but it was like. I mean, it was so, so it's so it's about family members liking each other. Yeah, like <laughs> this is dumb, right? And so I got it. So eight, uh, eight years old, I think it was. And that's, yeah, that sounds. I think I was around ten or eleven. And then, really? Yeah, I was, I was a little late. I was like five, and I was like, I want that transformer toy. Can you get it for me? Sure. Well, see, my parents they would get they would give me gifts that they picked out, but and they would be wrapped. And then in the morning, I would come, and there would be unwrapped presents, and that was what Santa brought. Oh, okay. And that's how they did it. Right. That's how my family. You know, it never did make sense to me because I do remember thinking. I saw this at Walmart. <laughs> right. But like, Santa makes it? Why doesn't he just buy it at Walmart? <laughs> and, he, and doesn't he, can't he get sued for this? Like, I had questions. I never thought about like a lawsuit for Santa. Oh, I, 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 I had lots of questions. They went, they stood in one part of my mind and the rest of me just believed. Right. But I had those questions and they, they just didn't bother me. But they were always there. I, you know, I'm, I'm here to do the same thing. They opened uh, I, I gifts from my parents with the big, you know, big toys and stuff I got as unwrapped stuff. I remember, um, in fact, um, two years prior, I was six, and my, uh, or yeah, I was um, at my grandparents' house in November, so they were babysitting me, and I, you know, kids were snooping around, and I opened up a closet door, and I found Castle Grayskull. Ooh. I got, I was getting Castle Grayskull, and so nice. I, and so I'm like, I can't. Castle Grayskull's awesome. <laughs> what is that? That's uh, it's He-Man toy. It's, oh, it's, it's okay. the He-Man protects Castle Grayskull. Yeah, oh. yeah. So um, Skeletor wants it. 
I don't. I never know why. <laughs> because he's fucking Skeletor. Sure I was like, that castle looks awesome. Yep. It's a better neighborhood. It's closer to schools. I want that castle. <laughs> I never watched He Man. Uh, it's a great I, show. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it has its moments. Like Scott, we talked about this before. It's basically just a half an hour long commercial for toys. Well, Joe was too. And Transformers. Yeah, I mean, but that's okay because it was it was it right. kind of stood on its own a little bit too. It was okay. So uh, I had the sword. I kept. I did. I did too. I kept. Um, quiet about seeing Castle Grayskull for I was sick so good hour and a half. <laughs> so so an eternity for you. And so right, everybody's like I feel yeah. And so um, but I told my parents that I saw it, and I said, and I guess I, I, and I but I put it but I justified it in my head like I know what Santa's bringing me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And mom's like, what? I said, I'm getting a Castle Grayskull, and she's like, how do you know that? Santa's already brought him to Papa and Grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a story. I just, just, I just added into the myth, and so Christmas morning, sure enough, there's this Castle Grayskull there for me, and Santa brought it for me. Even that's amazing. Was, that that could break the whole thing for you, but you just you, made it part of right, the myth. Right, and right. I, that's how brains, you know, kids' brains work. He's like, right. I, I need to believe this for this moment. So let's. Right. It's like schizophrenics. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who denies it is somehow part of the problem or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. How did we get here? <laughs> Christmas. Christmas, uh, Gremlins, Christmas. Uh, uh, there's uh, there's something in between there that got us here. Uh, Phoebe Cates is dead dad. That's why we got here. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny, but sad. Yeah. But funny, and yeah, but but sad. I like that. Um, it's, it is it is best definitely one of the best Christmas movies you can watch, I think. It's one of my favorites. Especially, you know, once you're in your 20s or 30s or whatever, and you're an adult, and you can fully... Digest all of it. All right. You know, even as a kid, though, I, I enjoyed watching it as a kid every Christmas. I, I could also enjoy the nicer ones, like right. a Christmas story. And I know. had the um, gremlin like stuffed animal. Mm, the mogwai or like the, the mogwai. Yeah, okay, yeah. mogwai, mogwai. I had a. I, I had one too, except that I called it a Furby. I had I had a um, gizmo mogwai. I got uh, I guess that year, so maybe four. And he squeaked. I, th- I think I actually still have it. Um, he squeaks, and um, I got a Gremlins backpack mm-hmm. that was um, like a, just a little cloth knapsack that had uh, Gizmo painted on the flap, so when he closed the flap, it looked like he was in your backpack. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I bet that's worth something. And, Maybe. Oh, I'll tell you what happened to it. Uh, and I had a stack mm-hmm. of tops. The baseball card company did a bunch of Gremlins cards, mm-hmm. and I had those. Um, uh, I feel like I had a Gremlin Pog at one point. See that's see that's that's, that's Pogs Gremlins. See that's Gremlins too stuff. That's later. Yeah, maybe. Is. And so, because Pogs is a '90s invention. Yeah, I know. And so, um, but I, I'm pretty sure I had some Gremlins. I bet you that's it, probably I why I had it because the second movie, yeah. '90. Yeah, the but, second one was I guess more commercially in tune. Nah, perhaps. But um, so my Gremlins backpack. Well, I'm gonna tell you what happened to it. Um, so I was in the second grade. Um. And uh, I, you know, took my backpack to school, and you know, how kids forget things at school all the time. Mm-hmm. So I forgot my backpack. Uh, I had a raincoat, and I had, but my raincoat I had my pocket full of uh, Gremlins cards. And then my school burned down, so I lost my. Wow. That day. Yeah, that, that day. So I lost. Uh, it, after Are after you all the serious? kids left, yeah, like, like you left it there, yeah. and then it yeah. burned down that night. Like yeah. the whole school. Yeah, sure did. Most that of it. Is well, how crazy. did that happen? Lightning strike hit the hit the scene. I got pictures from. No my, shit. Yeah, my dad was fire chief at the time for the Valley for department. Me and dad, me and dad, and my grandfather were the only were the first people on scene because they got the, the the alarm call, and so dad went to go check it out because the alarm guard went off all, all the time. It was an old wooden. 
know, the old pine was the last pine wooden school in Alabama. Wow. And um, yeah, lightning struck. The I guess that's why they stopped doing it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And this thing was built in like the 1900s. That's insane, man. And um, so God did not want you to have your right. That's kind of wild. Really <laughs> so like oh, a lot of other stuff, but uh, lightning struck the roof, and my grandfather was up in the ceiling looking. He saw the fire. And he says, uh, and he said until his dying day that um, if he had a water hose, just a water hose up there, he could have put that fire out. Yeah. But by the time the fire truck got there, it was so engulfed they couldn't do it. There was, it was, it was incredible. I mean, you, actually, well, maybe it's best that it burned down at night while everyone was gone well, instead like, of later it was, on. It was like that afternoon because it was it was summertime, so it was like right. it was that well, afternoon. after after hours. Yeah, it was after school. Yeah, after school went out, and so yeah, burned down, burned down for a few days. If it's gonna burn down, I guess that's the best right. best time to do it. So like were you out of school for a while, or? Oh yeah, well, for the the, the, the school year ended early because it was in the, it was right before the summer, so it was like two or three weeks early. Okay. If I remember. Correctly. So all the kids were like, "Yes, school burned down." <laughs> no, we were sad to go to school burned down. That's a yeah. You understand, it's the economic center of that. It still is the economic center of that town. Really? When they rebuilt it, a lot, a lot of jobs and a lot of stuff or that little school. And you lost your gremlin stuff. So. I lost my gremlin stuff. So, and, total travesty. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I started school my third grade year. We, we, we went to um, a church. And I third grade in this church, the church loaned out some buildings. And so, and so, so that's how I did the third grade was in a church. Crazy. Yeah, wow. so. Cool memorabilia, though. Uh, cool, yeah. I remember that stuff was everywhere all through the 90s. All right, so the biggest thing I remember about memorabilia about Gremlins is um, Hardee's. And for those people who are uh, listening to us on the West Coast, Carl's Jr., um, they did uh, a record promotion for Gremlins. And so back in the early 80s you get, or late 70s, you could get these records storybook records and it's like you know the story of something so and so and you know at the end of the page you'll hear this little chime and you'll turn the page you'd, you know put the record on and listen and the, the record would read the story to you kind i remember of, those it would say turn the page, page right? yeah, yeah okay i remember those. Yeah. when tinkerbell hits her bell that means to turn, turn the page, the page. Oh, yeah. and so but and so i want those now it was a five-week promotion i think it was a five-week promotion it's either and every week was a different part of the story so it was like the first five parts are gremlins and so you get all five and you got the the whole the entire story. I wish I had some of that stuff. I I don't. I hadn't seen those in years. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I had a Teddy Rumpskin or whatever it's called that reads to you. Yeah. The with their ca- talking bear. With cassettes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Teddy Rumpskin, 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 whatever. I'm just gonna go with that speech impediment. <laughs> uh, so. Rumpelstiltskin. Rump- <laughs> Say my name. Say my name. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how I got on that tangent. <laughs> So, Elaine, your favorite part of the movie? I don't know. It's probably either the bar scene, which I'm sure everybody's favorite part is that. Or it's so funny. It is. It's it really is. over the top. <laughs> or, I don't know, I liked watching Gizmo drive the little car around. Yeah. It was pretty cute. The imaginary <laughs> car, it was literally a toy car mm-hmm. powered by, who knows, <laughs> electricity? Powered by Gremlin. Uh, <laughs> here's a question for you guys. The Gremlins... You mentioned that they adapt to human society pretty quickly and, and gadgets and things. And I want to know if that's like a power they have. It could be. Because they're like, because, you know, you know, the evil gremlins are destroying things. And, and that's what they're kind of from. You know, Futterman tells a story about, you know, gremlins breaking up airplanes. And so there's a whole whole thing about that. I think it's almost magical that they, they figure this stuff out. And so would you think, in theory, on the flip side, Gizmo could use the same kind of thing for good? Yeah, I maybe. can believe that. If they have... if they do that destruction to if you point that in the right direction, right? Like if they were to do that to 
I don't know, Russia or something. <laughs> Pointing point in the right direction. Yeah, we did hate Russia back in the 80s. Right, yeah. Well, we're, we're not exactly friends with them either right now, but yeah. Well, maybe I, they can bring Except to the Russians that live to this podcast, we love you. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I love vodka and uh, large wool hats. <laughs> That's all Russian stuff I can think of. Sorry. Uh, AQ-47s are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Russian? Yeah. The okay. Maybe they can uh, bring things to life. I can believe that. <laughs> the like, car? Or bring back, like, dead plants or something. I don't know. That's E.T. That's E.T. Oh. Close. There was a little E.T. stuffed animal on it, which I loved. Yeah, it's a good homage. Yeah. A couple there of, was a lot of those. There was a couple of homages. The time machine thing, I literally have never noticed before you pointed that oh, out. Yeah, and yeah. that's hilarious the way they did that. All right, so uh, there's a scene in it where uh, Randall Peltzer, Peltzer is in a... Um, Adventure, uh, adventures convention, which looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, and so there's some really neat <laughs> stuff. Uh, you see Steven Spielberg driving around on this little go kart thing with a TV, mm-hmm. and you see uh, Robbie the robot from for. I guess it's the robot from Forbidden Planet. For a minute, I thought it was the one for the Lost in Space, but it's the robot from Forbidden Planet. But in the background, you see the old time machine from the time machine film, uh, from the, the 1960 um, time machine, and then th- there's a scene where. Randall's on the phone and trying to call home and it cuts to home and it comes back and the time machine is gone. And people are like looking for where, and there's like a spot where it stood, you know, like a, a black mark. So, you know, so there's an event or invented time machine. I want to do that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that time machine. That looked perfect. That was the exact same one, probably, wasn't it? No, oh, yeah, it's probably that or a good replica. That's so. cool. Um, my, uh, my favorite scene also is in the bar. There's a great scene where this uh, gremlin's all looking got a hat on he's just trying to have a quiet evening with a with some cognac and listening to some some r&b or smooth jazz or whatever he's his own business right he's just, just like he, doing his own gremlin he's thing. like he's like you know what i don't really care about this destruction i'm just taking some me time <laughs> and right don't you and then uh. and then there's this puppet <laughs> that pops up so weird and it's just so bizarre la, 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 la. <laughs> and he finds a gremlin with two puppets and he's just annoying the shit out of this guy and then the more you think about it you think okay the Gremlin has puppets. Weird. This is a puppet, puppet with, with puppets. a puppet, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is meta. There's, there's, there's layers to this, and it gets weirder. And so the poor puppeteer gets smashed in the head with a sledgehammer, which is very cartoony. <laughs> yeah. And the, they use Our so ballad. many great cartoon sound effects, too. Yeah, there's a lot of good Like when, uh, when he was dancing, like with his hand on the ground, and he was just spinning around, yeah, they played the- that birthday noisemaker sound right, I'm not yeah. exactly sure what that thing is no one uses those anymore but <laughs> everyone has an app that does it now but, <laughs> but that noise and there are a lot of great cartoon noises like, like Looney Tunes style right. like old the bird noises. sounds when they're like knocked out yeah and, yeah like the birds going around his head yeah, yeah like perfect Looney Tunes sounds I love that that was a nice touch they didn't have to do that but that was a nice touch that they yeah, put in there cool, cool touch yeah um it's a fun movie um it was nice seeing it's, it on Blu-ray because you can see more detail. Oh, yeah, it's very yeah. And, and, and I thought even though we were we didn't really have like a good sound system or anything, I feel like Blu-ray just sounds better. Yeah. I just, I just yeah. hear you just hear problem. more. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's frequency range or if it's just clarity. I don't know what it is I'm getting out of it, but I feel like Blu-rays just sound better, even with older movies. Right. And, and it helps that it was a giant TV that we watched it on yeah, to see more things. That was nice. yeah, we I'm pretty cool. sure I've I've only seen it like on cable TV. And on VHS. I, don't I think saw it in the theaters in 1984 because awesome. I'm old. That's awesome. My mom and my dad <laughs> took me. I remember yeah. sitting in the back. At, and I, if, How old were you? 84, 7, I seven. think. Depending on when it came out. So I, was, I, think, I think it came out in the... Seven-year-old Scott. I just imagine a smaller you with the same beard and hair. Yeah, the same line. 
I can't I, imagine anything else. I was a skin. I was skinny and wiry then, um, and short hair and bad teeth. Um, I remember. I guess we saw it at. Hold on, the Village Six theaters in Mobile, Alabama, right off airport. Doesn't exist anymore, but that's what Alabama. We saw it. So I remember that. I've never been down to Bama. You should come. It's great. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, you never know. I don't know. I I would probably enjoy the food and the people. And is the there anything beach. else going on in Alabama? Like what what is, what is what's cool in Alabama? Uh, Other than everything is awesome to eat. Uh, sir, uh, Mardi Gras started in. Alabama. Okay, that's true. Mardi Gras started in Mobile. Okay, so it's a good party place. It's a great place. It's okay. a great place. We have a battleship you can tour. I like battleships. It's also as depressed as Charleston's. Like, one oh, cool. So it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the list, of, it's so funny. I don't want to go anywhere and feel good. So, so like the, the list of uh, the worst towns in, in in America, you get Mobile's like number five, and Huntington's like number three, and everyone's like Charleston. I'm like, oh, uh, we're two of them. Yeah, like yeah. I've oh, been man. to three of these recently. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So. Uh, well, at least we're the best of bad. <laughs> so on your. Most recent viewing of this film, would you would you recommend it? Would you see it again? Yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie every as often as I can for the rest of my life. It's a timeless movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I would recommend on Blu-ray. Get it on Blu-ray. It looks really good. It's Very amazing what they're Blu-ray. able to do with old movies that look like shit on other formats. It's amazing what they're doing with them when they put them on Blu-ray. I'm kind of a Blu-ray snob now. I get everything on Blu-ray now. Oh, it just looks better. It it looks better, and really, I, and I already said it before, but I just feel like I just feel like sound is just dramatically improved from DVD to Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dramatic. It is. And you know, there's more like menu options and stuff. You don't have to stop the movie and go to the menu like you do in a DVD. The menu just comes up on top of the movie, which is cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I would recommend someone to see it. It's like one of those kind of feel-good, kind of bad movies, but still good. That you just want to watch it again. I don't think it's a feel-good film at all. I'm I mean, not, I it's do. not feel-good, but it's just like you, you nostalgic. Don't, you you don't ever take bit. it so seriously that it'll fuck up your mood. Right. No, it's like it's, it's not, a silly movie and it's, it's fun to watch. It is pretty sad in a lot I, of parts, but it's just kind of... I, I There's laughs in it for every type of person. I recommend it. I mean, I, I think it's a great film. I think it's a fun film. I... I now look at it. This is the first time I watch it with such a really... I, I never realized how apathetic everybody was. And I'm really kind of bothered by how just like... <laughs> It's like, okay, all right, so... The more I find wrong with it like that, though, the more I like it. Right. This is one of those yeah. movies. Have we all... Have you, you haven't seen Serenity yet. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Serenity? I've not seen Serenity. Oh, we have to do Serenity. Okay. Because it's... Yeah. We'll I think just, you've, you've yeah, talked we'll about Serenity. it once before. All right, I'll, I'll talk... I'll, well, we'll talk about Serenity later. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do Serenity, because there's... The, cause there's a there's a correlation I want to make, but I'll, I'll make it in the Serenity podcast. Um... Because now we're gonna have to do one. Uh, Sounds good. So, but um, it's, I look at it. So yeah, everyone's really apathetic and, and just no one's not really a nice person. Billy's kind of a nice guy, but he's kind of a dick too, and it's just like he's got a dick side to him. Yeah, right? It's he just does. like uh, he's got a good side. He's got a dick side. I guess I didn't notice any of that when I was like yeah, when I, was, yeah when, <laughs> when I was little, I was like he's great. I was just noticing how cute Gizmo was and how yeah. awesome the Gremlins were. All right. So, uh, if I recall the tale when you told us before we started, the first time you watched it, you got so scared you had to have a blanket. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I don't. I don't remember. I guess I didn't finish watching the movie originally because oh. I mean, like nothing really reminded me. I don't know. 
But you but saw yeah, bits and pieces because you were under a blanket I, I for a half. I guess I was getting yelled at by my friend's grandma. She was like, "If you're not gonna watch it, you need to leave." <laughs> we she probably didn't worry you. I was like four or five. Uh, I was little. It was scary to me. She probably didn't <laughs> think you were hiding from certain scenes. She probably thought you were just dicking around under the covers I and guess. not paying attention. And she know. wanted to watch, you know, Antique Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> stories are all <laughs> in the lane. Yeah, so you you're were, not gonna watch this fucking movie. I guarantee you that's what that was. I mean, I used to be scared of, like, Michael Jackson's thriller when I was a kid. <laughs> it was like, scary, before. though. I, I yeah. was scared yeah. of it, too. So. When the zombies start coming out, it's scary. Yeah. It's scarier <laughs> than half a zombie. I understand that. Yeah. I can, too. Especially I had nightmares when the first time I saw the Terminator. Uh, oh. I, I still have nightmares. <laughs> I have that same <laughs> nightmare Sarah Connor had where I met the fence. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, and two. Um, but the first one's scary. I remember, but I, dreamt, I didn't dream about the Terminator. I dreamed about it being uh, trapped inside a pinball machine. That's weird. Right? And it's, at least it's trapped. Right, but I think it's all, I guess it was because of all the metal and stuff in it in the movie. I just mm. put together my brain as a pinball machine. It's know? it's all like chrome shiny metal too, right, like right, the Terminator. Right, yeah, right. I can and see so, that. So I, Especially I, when you're a kid. I, I was seven or eight when I saw that too. So, so. Dun, 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 dun. so um, you you a watched the whole movie without a blanket. Very proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. No blanket. <laughs> I did it. No. So uh, would you recommend it? I yes, I would. I would, and that you know I don't even have to explain why because. It's just one of those movies that most people have seen when they were younger, and watching it again is just a lot of fun. You should see it before you die. Yeah. (laughs) There's something for there's something for you when you're. Of course, that was deep. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it as you die. It's one good way to go out. All right, kids. Grandpa's leaving. Gonna watch some Gremlins, and then it's all out to the promised land. (laughs) We'll gather room. I'm watching Gremlins. Um, we're gonna take a break here, uh, a real quick pause uh, for the bar winch to talk about her awesome cocktail. I'll probably be there too, but taped at a different time because um, the bar winch has to watch the bar at night, so she doesn't really get to podcast with us much. So, Aww. well, but she'll she'll have she'll teach us all about a great cocktail. Yay. Um, and so um, we'll pause for that. And thank you for that great cocktail. Um, can't wait to try it. Remember, uh, uh, we, we love to see you trying these cocktails, so feel free to mix them up on uh, sh- you know, YouTube or Instagram or on the tweets at Mopcast Network. We'd love to. Well, so if you like them or hate them, we'd like to know. We like information. So I guess we're about wrapped up here. Um, well, is there anything else we want to cover about Gremlins? Um, No, not really. I f- felt like I, for the longest time, I don't remember when I realized I was wrong, but for the longest time I thought Danny Elfman did the music. Right. It just seemed like it was good. It was a good fit for him. Yeah. But he didn't actually end up doing it. I don't uh, remember who did I think it. it was, I think it was kind of before Danny Elfman was really done. I think, I think yeah, his, it, was, it was probably during his Oingo Boingo days. Yeah, I think his first soundtrack was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That was his first one with Tim Burton. I don't know if that was his number one first one in his career. Right. But I know that was his first one with Tim Burton. Like his first movie. I'm going to look that up see what his first movie soundtrack is. Oh. It might have it been Pee Wee. I'm curious. I think... Because I think that, that era of Danny Elfman's music sounded a lot like the Gremlins music. Cause I know it was happier, it was bouncier, and it was... You because know I mean? know Pee-wee's Big Adventure was Tim Burton's first feature film. Was uh, it really? Yeah, he had done some other stuff. He did those black and white that. movies. Well, he done, like... Frank, like Vincent. Well, Vincent and stuff, and he was um, he was a hot commodity. Hollywood really, really wanted him, and mm-hmm. uh, he, was turning down, he was turning down stuff left and right, and um, he got a hold of this script that Paul Rubens wrote for... Um, for uh, what became Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll do this." We need to do that movie. 
It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's a great, ah, me great, too. hilarious movie. Elaine's scared of it. Are you really? I'm well, not scared of it. Large March. I had that the scared whole... the crap out of me. Large March is scary. I had like 20 So what we're learning about Elaine is that she's scared of movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anymore when I was little. <laughs> But I had the whole... You were um, a pussy four-year-old. Hey. <laughs> I had the whole Damn. collection. <laughs> when I was four, she let me was, tell you. She was four. I was watching Predator, not giving a fuck. <laughs> not really. I had nightmares. Yeah, I love Pee-Wee's Playhouse. I thought everything was looking at me with heat vision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, he is... Danny Elfman has been a busy man. Turn around, turn around. He's done more stuff than I thought he had done. He's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff you wouldn't think he did because he didn't do it like in his way. Like a lot of movies that you just you wouldn't think anyone really notable did the music. He just did like some generic music. Right. He's done a lot of a lot of movies that don't sound like Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, his first one, I guess, was Forbidden Zone in 1980. Then uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was after that. In okay. Five. But back to school, he did. I didn't know that. Um, Hot to Trot, Midnight Run, Scrooge, which we talked about earlier. I know about um, the 90s stuff, Nightbreed, Dick Tracy, Darkman, Edward Scissorhands. I know he did Article 90. I know he did Darkman. Yeah. Was it Liam Neeson? Yes. Man. I've never seen that. Darkman yeah. is great. We should do Darkman. We should do Darkman. I love. I have the. I have the. I have the. Uh, the all three on DVD. Yeah, yeah the, the box five dollar box set. Yeah. yeah I found it at a flea market. It was like two for me. I um. I like the first one. The other two I can do without. But I like them all, man. They all kind of have their place for me. Obviously, the first one's the best. Yeah, we can do the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Dark Man. I love Dark Man. All right, so we're going to leave you. Uh, everyone, happy holidays. Uh, this is our holiday edition of Big uh, Bros, Booze, and Movies. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Yak Shaving Day. Whatever you really celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Red and Stimpy. Right? Yak Shaving yes. Day. Yes. Thank you. That's <laughs> why so you keep me around, John. I make these references for you. Ah, I love so it. Seriously, like my Christmas present, we did... We did Gremlins and then yeah. Well, you, you gotta you leave you gotta leave a razor and shaving cream on the sink for him. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. For the yak. He comes he, in through your bathtub. He, he breaks <laughs> shave, uh, leavings. Actually, we talk about it uh, in uh, this week's edition of uh, the Mopcast, the holiday edition of the weekly Mopcast. Nice plug. Which has a uh, yeah, I know, right? Which has a, <laughs> uh, a special radio drama in it or audio drama with that has Elaine as an elf in it. Not as graceful of a plug that one. No, that was, that was more forced. <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, I mean, I can watch. watch it! Listen to it now! And, uh, <laughs> By the way, I wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to share the love with people in the room. Um, Are you doing a Christmas? Or do, do we get a Christmas memory card radio? We really should. I'm. I, we. I should do that. So, that would be because this this airs this will air Christmas week. So, um, perhaps we're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna what? try to see if we I can get that going. I was about a Christmas black book. Should just before. We, we should all do holiday well holiday theme. Maybe we should do like a Kwanzaa's a Kwanzaa memory card. I don't want to right, I'm, gonna be, I, I'm gonna be ra- race, Who's racial. Jewish? <laughs> uh, is Eric Jewish? He could be for, oh, for Max. No, Tyler is though. We could get Tyler in Yeah, Tyler's Jewish. Tyler is Jewish. That's yeah. Right. He's, he's like, like the real Jewish. Most redneck Jewish person I've ever <laughs> he's, met. He's, he's an interesting mix of things. He's a good guy though. He's, oh, a he's, good guy. he's, he's, he's cool. an eclectic mix of things. Um, well, we're about to leave you. Let's let's end with a couple of other plugs. Uh, go ahead and let you plug your shows. Tell, tell us about your shows. Memory Card Radio uh, is a video game podcast. Also, just kind of random stuff because we'll talk about. It's supposed to be about video games, and it generally is. But we'll talk about you know TV shows we like, and we'll we'll end up trailing off about just about any old thing. And um, yeah, and you know, me and Eric and Max, we're all kind of an odd bunch. 
and sometimes we bring in other people. And you can find them on the YouTubes. We're on the YouTubes. We have video versions on the YouTubes. I upload them uh, roughly every week. There's no set day, but uh, I'm going to try to get a little more regular. Yeah, we're working on all and, all the and the exact the, so the exact episode. We're still working progress. Yeah, yeah, we're going to figure it out. We'll get there. And we take the audio and we put it on uh, on our Mobcast network as well. And so you can enjoy it either way. And you, they can follow you at? At uh, Bizarro7777. That's my Twitter. Bizarro7777. My Twitter name. Bizarro7777. Four sevens. Except Bizarro four sevens. I just say seven 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 seven. <laughs> okay. Because cool. people will be like Bizarro four seven. It's like uh, no. Nope. That would be Bizarro forty seven. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be mine. And I'm on Twitter relatively often. I'm actually on there more than just. Are you really? Else. Yeah. I didn't think you were. I think I'm actually he's, following you, aren't I? He's a tweet beast. Probably. I tweet. I I, I, I retweet a lot of celebrities and stuff. Yeah. yeah. My Twitter is very sporadic. Yeah. Um, the Black Book. We talk about pop culture, sex, race. Religion, pretty much anything that's going on that week, we try to talk about. Um, it's myself and my co-host Kelly, and we just kind of shoot the shit for an hour each time. Um, and you can follow us at the Black Book on Facebook and Twitter. And again, that's T H the number three B L A C K B zero zero K. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. But you got to earn it. You don't listen to their Twitter. You you had to earn it. Yes. Well, you know, you can't just get it for free. Someone right. else had the black book already. So I was like, I can't do that. So I'll just add numbers. Mm-hmm. And that Smart was easier. Thinking. Yeah. Yep. Numbers in internet culture are great. And the lovely lady. Well, the cat's meow is pretty much just a podcast where we talk about really random, crazy news that we find. And, you know, I'm on there with Candace and just kind of talk for about 20 30 minutes about four or five topics it's and you guys have a twitter now right we have a twitter yeah. you're on the tweet machine we are um at meow mobcast meow and i'm on there pretty frequently so. that's what my cat does uh of course i am the host of this show i'm the host of the weekly mobcast uh with my buddy aaron lynch kelly and uh you can follow uh follow me at, at scotty white S-C-O-T-T-Y-W-H-I-T-E. Pretty self-explanatory. I had Twitter back in the day where I could, you could get your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z has mine, Mr. Carter. Really? Ah. Oh, well, you can't do that. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. The, he really is the originator. Right. Um, I have a habit about get catching on the social media stuff when it first starts and never using it. Twitter was one of those things. I got Twitter really early and was like, I don't know what to do with this. I love Twitter. My first Twitter uh, experience was I watched Footloose and tweeted huh. about it. I got Twitter in 09. I can't remember what I talked about. I did. I didn't know what to do with it either for a while. I don't think anyone really knew what to do with it for a no, while. No. It just kind of became whatever it is now, I which still is don't a know perfect. What to do with it. It's a perfect collage of ADD. It's a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. Twitter is so noisy. I like it. I like it because I, I can like Reddit. Read Reddit's a lot of noise. I pay attention yeah. to one thing. I think it's cool. I move on, and it's it's uh, that's all there is to it. Think about doing a Tumblr for the Black Book. I love Tumblr. Tumblr's cool. I got Tumblr. I don't have a Tumblr. I kind of I like it though. Get a, get a memory card tumbler. Sometimes I get on the interwebs. And a cat's mop towel tumbler. Mop tumbler. Yeah, we we have a, I have a I have a tumbler and uh, uh, we'll end up having the network will actually have a tumbler soon too. I have a live journal. Yeah, live journal. I remember <laughs> live journal. Wow. I, I never deleted it. I don't know the login information anymore though. I have a MySpace. When you still have one? I still have a MySpace. I checked it out I uh, I over the summer. Mine, I, I deleted mine for certain mm. reasons, but yeah, there was some bad things. What was his name? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. 
There was just interesting things on there. I was like, I gotta erase this. I like <laughs> called them up. It's like, can you delete this for me? I don't remember my password. I don't know what the hell to do with it after a while. Well, was, I, I have my top eight friends, and then my other nine friends would get so fucking mad at me. Yeah. Why did you top eight? Change that though. You could you could have more friends on the list. Well, could you really? Yeah, you could change it. Well, Eventually, it was now like, I know. <laughs> thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom. It was Tom's fault. <laughs> yeah, thanks, oh, Tom. Tom. You fuck. He was my first friend, though. <laughs> he was everyone's. I first. can't get too mad at him. He was my first. He was everybody's first. He was a whore. <laughs> he was. He's wearing that plain white shirt. Well, Tom, uh, just hate John if you're listening to the network. Uh, yeah, Tom, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like 15 years. I'm ready. <laughs> um, everyone, have a happy and safe holiday. Uh, enjoy your New Year. Um, Spay and neuter your cats and dogs and gremlins. Right? Um, it's literally almost 2015. It's only Back to the future. How crazy. We've and we have it. hoverboards now, too. We can do Back to the Future, we can do Back to the future too. Yeah, We've yeah. made it. Um, <laughs> the world's not gone yet. That's great. Well, not yet. We still haven't made it to the thirty, the, the first, well, so we'll see. You never know. We'll get there. Don't be, don't be gloomy. Don't jinx us. Jeez. Yeah. 2015's going to be weird. That's going to be a weird year. I have a feeling. There's going to be all kinds of weird shit happening. 2014 flew by. Mm-hmm. It, I was a little disappointed with it overall. Not a lot happened. Went to California. Yeah, Cal- was California exciting. was bomb. I had a lot of fun. I was high a lot. Can we say that on here? <laughs> yeah. 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 You can say anything. It is an explicit show. I, I rolled marijuana up in a cigarette. <laughs> You guys, and then I smoked it. <laughs> you guys feel comfortable saying your last names? Like, you don't care about that? Eh, I, don't, I don't really care. Um, but with the internet, they'll find me. Scotty White. Yeah, that's I mean, true. If someone wants to find me, they'll find me. They don't need my last name. I figure. Oh, with my last name. I mean, if you look for John Cantese, you're going to find me. There's no other ones. <laughs> or you'll find something from my grandpa from, like, I don't know, some, like, gold mine account or something. <laughs> Anyway, past the marijuana <laughs> talk and trips to California. <laughs> this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go make yours. Have a wonderful and safe a Happy New Year and a good holiday. Uh, we're going to sign off now. Bye. 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 There we go. <laughs> <laughs>